Well, we are back here at Randy Ragsdale Field just in time for the opening pitch. We'll get that to you here right now. And it's a swing and a foul back by Avery Wagner. We're going to get to your starting lineups brought to you by Shelter Insurance. Proud to be a part of high school sports. Your local shelter insurance agents. We're your shield. We're your shelter. Stop by and see Dave and Scott Haggerty of Shelter Mutual Insurance at 517 East Main and Park Hills. Insuring the parkland since 19. 19- 55, and we're going to start off with the Farmington Knights, or actually the Cape Notre Dame Bulldogs, and the first pitch, or the second pitch of the game, is lined in the center for a base hit for Avery Wagner. Avery Wagner is the shortstop. She led off with a base hit. Sierra Londaway is the second baseman. She's at the plate right now. J.C. Smith is in center field. Ava Miller is the third baseman, batting fourth. Batting fifth, it's Lauren Estes, the first baseman. Kenna Jimerson is the flex player in the number six slot. In the number seven spot, Colleen Jimerson as a bunt goes down the third baseline the throw to first is good. Put out goes 5-3. And down to second base goes the runner, Avery Wagner. Continuing that lineup, Heidi Legrand will be in right field. She'll bat uh, eighth. And in the ninth spot is Eloisa Marquez, the left fielder. So Wagner, Londaway, Smith, Miller, Estes, Jimerson, Jimerson, Legrand, and Marquez, the starting nine for the Cape Notre Dame Bulldogs. And right now they have a runner at second with a ground ball. Going to first, nice job by Shelby Bowling. And she'll make out number two unassisted over at first base. For the defensive side for Farmington, we just heard from Shelby Bowling, so let's start there. She's at first base, Olivia Hartopi at uh, second, uh, J.C. Jarvis at short, Avery Graham, who pitched in that game against North County and did a great job last week. She is at third. Lily Statt is in left field. She's the flex player. It's uh, Jocelyn Grimes in center field. Audrey Morgan is in right field. Behind the plate, Jaden Tucker, and on the mound is Ellie Robbins. And We talked it over with Ryan Eggle, the head coach of the uh, Cape Notre Dame Bulldogs, before the game started and he said that he believes they have the best pitching and catching just about anywhere by the way that first pitch a few moments ago was brought to you by boyds and associates turning complicated matters into simple concepts john boyd with boyd and associates has been bringing accounting integrity character client focus and dedication to our local community for 20 years it's a one one count now on the number three batter that's jc smith and she swings and misses it's one and two and despite giving up a uh, hit to the very first batter, well, let's go back up. That is Ava Miller standing there. She's got a one and two count. I'll tell you why I made that mistake in a moment. Here's a pop-up into center field. Should be played by Jocelyn Grimes. She's got it, and Ava Miller is retired. So no runs, one hit, no errors, one man left. We're back after this half inning. After one half inning of play, it is nothing-nothing. Farmington coming to bat. Gilster Mary Lee Corporation is hiring owner-operators for a growing and busy fleet at their Southeast Missouri facility. Drivers will pull Gilster Mary Lee trailers. Owner-operators are paid all miles at $1.85 per mile plus $11.50 per hour for downtime and drivers are given weekly settlements. Loads consist of no-touch freight and round-trip dispatch so drivers can be home each week. Keep busy all year round in return after each load. Call Mike Welker at 800-851-5371. That's 800-851-5371. Ozarks Federal Savings and Loans Mobility App allows you to bank right from your smartphone or tablet. Just download the Ozarks Federal Mobility App in your app store. With Mobility, you can deposit checks remotely, check your account balances, transfer funds between accounts, pay bills online, and more. Ozarks Federal Mobility App, a convenient way to bank from anywhere. To find out more, go to OFSL.bank or call one of our knowledgeable account specialists. Ozarks Federal, the homeowner's bank. Always loyal, always local. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. 
Whether you're in pursuit of a transferable degree or need training to jumpstart a great career, your future starts at Mineral Area College. Max tuition is affordable, substantially less than a university, and we're close to home with locations in Park Hills, Fredericktown, Potosi, and Perryville. Interested in online classes? We offer those, too. We've been creating student success stories since 1922. There's no better time to start yours. Apply online at mineralarea.edu. The staff at Prairie Farms Dairies are proud to be a part of the communities they serve, supplying fresh milk and dairy products to local grocery stores and markets that they, too, shop at. Prairie Farms Dairies in Park Hills, a proud sponsor of high school sports. Taylor Cutts is on the mound for the Notre Dame Bulldogs. Her first pitch of the day is a ball outside, and she will face the lineup for the Farmington Knights, which looks like this. After another pitch comes outside, 2-0. Ellie Robbins leads it off. Jaden Tucker is in the number two slot. It's J.C. Jarvis, who's a shortstop in the number three spot. Shelby Bowling in the cleanup area. Uh, Olivia Hardipi, the second baseman, batting fifth. Batting sixth, it's Emily Gillum, the uh, player, designated player. Avery Graham is the uh, third baseman. She'll bat seventh. In the eighth spot, it's Audrey Morgan. She's in right field. And the uh, flex player, Lily Stott, will be batting in the number nine spot. Or Actually, Jocelyn Grimes will bat in the number nine spot. And Lily Stott is the flex player. And with a two-ball, one-strike count, a pitch comes up inside and high on Ellie Robbins. She ducks out of the way. And she has a count right now of 3-1. and one. Again, it's Robbins, Tucker, and Jarvis. Bowling, Hartepee, Gillum, Graham, Morgan, and Grimes. Here's a pitch. Line the other way to left field. It's going to get down. Is it going to scoot past the left fielder? It does bounce over her head. And Ellie Robbins will turn and make an uh, easy walk into second base with a leadoff double. So Ellie Robbins starts things off for the Farmington Knights with a leadoff double. A ball hit the other way. And a nice placement by the ball to get her down to second base. On a 3-1 count. The defensive alignment coming up here in just a matter of moments for the Cape Notre Dame Bulldogs. But first, a pitch comes in to Jaden Tucker, and it's called a strike. Defensively, Colleen Jimerson is behind the plate. You've got Lauren Estes at first, Sierra Londaway at second, Audrey uh, Wagner at uh, shortstop. You've got Ava Miller out at third. From the left field to right field, it's Eloise Marquez as the ball comes in high. J.C. Smith in center, Heidi Legrand in right. As we told you, Colleen Jimerson behind the plate, and Taylor Cutts is on the mound for the Cape Notre Dame Bulldogs. The Bulldogs are 6-3. and three. The Knights are three and two, and now a pitch high, and that's a 2-0 count. Make it two and one count on the number two hitter, Jaden Tucker. Scoreboard says two and one, so we'll go with that. Here comes the two-one swing and a miss on that off-speed pitch. Nice job by Cuts that time as she laid it in there. Looked very, very hittable, but it wasn't. You can ask the uh, hitter, Jaden Tucker. She was way out in front. Two-two, the count. Runner at second. Nobody out. No score here in the bottom of the first. Next pitch popped up on the infield. The pitcher wants it, and she'll take it. And that is one down as Robbins walks back to second base. So one unassisted on a fly ball. And that will bring up the number three hitter, J.C. Jarvis. Jarvis stands in, runner out, second, only one out. Jarvis playing short today in her first pitch. Lined into the gap in left field. This ball may clear the fence. It will. 
That ball was lined deep to left center field. At first, it looked like it might be a line drive, but it just kept carrying and carrying, and J.C. Jarvis has put it out of the ballpark and put the Knights on top, 2 to nothing. Wow, what a line drive shot over the left center field fence. That ball was just about, I would say it one-hopped the uh, left center field fence on the boys' ballpark. That ball just kept carrying and carrying, and she got every bit of it. And the Knights have an early lead 2-0, and to the plate comes Shelby Bowling. Here's a foul off to the side, off of Bowling. Again, those starting lineups brought to you by Shelter Insurance. Proud to be a part of high school sports. Your local shelter insurance agent, where your shield, where your shelter. Brian Larimore Insurance Agency is at 306 North Washington in Farmington. Allow Brian to help protect your family with life insurance. Here's the next pitch. Outside, just missed, 1-1. So Ellie Robbins reached on a double. Jaden Tucker popped up on the infield. And then J.C. Jarvis turned on one. Here's a fly ball to straightaway center field. Coming in is J.C. Smith, and she'll take it for out number two. The Farmington Knights, last time we saw them at this field, they fell behind early 4 nothing. We're down 4-1 to one at one point. Here's a pitch on the outside corner. That's for Olivia Hartopee. Olivia, the number five hitter in the lineup. But they fell behind to Festus. Festus looked like they were doing pretty well. And then suddenly the Knights turned it on, and Jaden Tucker hit a three-run homer in that game to tie it up, and then also scored, uh, also had a couple of RBIs after that as well. And here's a pitch out of the strike zone. Count stands at one ball, two strikes. And that was pretty much all she wrote after that because Farmington walked away with a 10-5 victory that day. Next pitch, swing and a miss. Nice cutter off the outside corner. And Olivia Hartopi will strike out swinging. But the Knights get two runs on two hits. No errors. Nobody left. We've played one complete inning. The Farmington Knights are on top two to nothing as you listen to high school softball on AM 1240 KFMO. The St. Francis County Community Partnership is a proud supporter of high school sports and remind you to stay alcohol, drug, and vape free for your best possible performance. The St. Francis County Community Partnership, adding value, bringing hope. Online at sfccp.org. Banking with people like you, Unico Bank. We are happy to support all of the area's athletes and are proud to be a part of high school sports. Banking with people like you. You know Mineral Area Overhead Door has sold and installed garage doors and openers since 1978, but we also have windows, patio covers, screen rooms, and more. Check out our beautiful showroom on Highway 67 in Farmington or visit MineralAreaDoor.com. Need a hinge, cable, remote? Yeah, we've got that. Mineral Area Door has a huge inventory of parts for your convenience. Call 431-6123 or visit our website at MineralAreaDoor.com. Serving you since 1978. Looking for reliable accounting and tax services? Look no further than Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. For top-notch financial solutions, call 573-546-3104 or visit kitchellaccounting.com for more info. Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service, your trusted partner in financial success. 
High School Softball on KFMO brought to you by Wade's Automotive in Farmington, Dalton Home Improvement in Park Hills, Cozy Memorial Chapel in Farmington, Curtis Glass in Park Hills, and by Graphic Options in Farmington. It'll be Estes, Jemerson, and Jemerson here in the top half of the second inning. Farmington on top, two to nothing. They'll face Ellie Robbins, who brings it in, and a 1-1 pitch is swung on and missed. This is Lauren Estes. She's the first baseman for Cape Notre Dame. She stands in from the right side. Of course, Ellie Robbins is the lefty, and she brings it home. Swing and a miss. And that is a strikeout for Ellie Robbins, and that is her first strikeout of the game. She's pretty uh, good at those things throughout uh, softball season. She's a very good pitcher, one of the top pitchers in the area, and she'll see a lot of strikeouts in her game. Next pitch just off the outside corner. He's going to call it a strike. So strike to Kenna Jemerson. On on deck is uh, Colleen. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Strike on the outside corner again. 0-2. It's what you like to see if you're coming out of an inning where you've scored some runs. You like to see your pitcher come out and dominate. Don't need any noise. Here's the next pitch. Strike three on the outside corner. That's two strikeouts in the game for Ellie Robbins. And two down here in the top of the second. Beautiful day, a little overcast in some areas here, which is nice for me because it keeps the sun off my back. Here's a pop-up foul and into the screen. So and one on Colleen Jimerson. Jimerson to Colleen is the catcher. Where's the number 56? The uh, Cape Notre Dame Bulldogs have blue uniforms with black pants. Here's a pitch low in the dirt, one and one. They've got uh, Notre Dame written across the front in black letters, trimmed in white, and a white stripe over their shoulders and down the side of their jersey. Here's a swing and a miss. One and two, the count. Of course, blue stirrups to match the tops as well. I like that look. Here comes the one-two from Robbins. Grounded foul. And she hangs alive. Farmington, on the other hand, wearing their white jerseys with knights across the front in black letters with gold trim. White pants, for the most part, white socks with a ring of black and gold around it. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. And that is three strikeouts in the inning, two swinging, one not swinging. But they all have the same effect as the Knights set down the Cape Notre Dame Bulldogs, one, two, three, in the top of the second. We are headed to the bottom half of the second inning. The Knights have a 2 nothing lead. And you're listening to High School Girls Softball on AM 1240 KFMO. Community Manor in Farmington is a skilled nursing facility certified for Medicare and Medicaid. Community Manor has an overall rating of 1, quality rating of 1, and a staff rating of 1. Senior residents receive 24-hour medical care while also getting the rehabilitation care they need, which includes a range of motion exercises, speech therapy, and posture and body mechanics. Visit Community Manor in Farmington at 783 Weber Road or give them a call 573-756-8998. 
The more life changes, the more your insurance needs change too. Hi, I'm Brian Laramore, your shelter insurance agent in Farmington. For auto, home, or life, I can help you find the coverage that's right for you and your family. Stop by and see me at 306 North Washington or give me a call at 573-756-2151. Let's review your current coverages and make sure you're getting the right coverage and the right price. We are the people behind the shield at Brian Laramore Shelter Insurance Agency in Farmington. Fisher Auto Parts, your hometown parts store in Park Hills and Potosi, dedicated to providing you the absolute best in value and service. So the next time you're in need, depend on the pros at Fisher Auto Parts. That's Fisher Auto Parts in Park Hills and Potosi. High School Softball on KFMO brought to you by Flooring Systems in Farmington, Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge, Willett Home Furnishings in Bonterre, CarSmart of Farmington, and by Kilster Mary Lee in Chester, Illinois. Back here at Randy Ragsdale Field, the Farmington Knights lead it 2 to nothing on the strength of a J.C. Jarvis two-run bomb in the top half of the first inning. And to lead things off here in the bottom half of the second, and uh, taking a strike and then fouling one back is Emily Gillum. It'll be Gillum, Graham, and Morgan. If anybody gets on, Jocelyn Grimes, the number nine hitter. Emily Gillum is the designated uh, hitter today. She waits for the 0-2. It's outside. Ball one. One and two the count. We're going to check your out-of-town scoreboard and also some upcoming broadcast coming up here in just a matter of moments. Here's a pitch just barely fouled back. Catcher couldn't hold on to it, so she sees a little life. Gillum stays at the plate. One ball, two strike count. And Taylor cuts on the mound. She winds and fires. Strike three call right down the middle of the plate. And Emily Gillum was fooled, and she could do nothing but take it and turn back to the dugout. So the first strikeout in this inning, second strikeout overall for uh, the pitcher, Taylor Cuts. And that'll bring to the plate the number seven hitter. Avery Graham. We saw Avery pitch a very good game against North County last week. Helped herself out at the plate just a bit as well. Today she is playing third base. First pitch was the ball. Second pitch foul back into the screen. Actually got over the screen but didn't go too far. And the count stands at 1 1. Audrey Morgan is on deck. She's today's right fielder. Here's the next pitch, off-speed pitch. She waited on it, fouled it off to the right side and over to the Cape Notre Dame dugout, but nothing doing for the first baseman, Lauren Estes, who ran over there to try to get to it. It was just not hit high enough for her to get under it. So it's a one-ball, two-strike count on Avery Graham. Next pitch. Swung on, drilled deep left field. Back, 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 and it is gone. Avery Graham turned on one. The only thing to think about was would it stay fair or not, but she jacked it out of here down the third baseline just over the Farmington Knight, and the Farmington Knights have a 3-0 lead. She took that one ball, two-strike count, and she turned on that one. And as I said, the only thing that mattered was whether it would stay fair or not. 
At first, it looked like it was tailing to the left, but it kind of straightened itself out. It went right over the night down there in left field, which covers the first section of fence, and it was a no-doubter. So 3 nothing now. The Farmington Knights are on top. And to the plate comes the number eight hitter, Audrey Morgan. Morgan wears the number nine, plays position number nine, which is right field, and swings and misses. So one ball, one strike count on Audrey Morgan. Jocelyn Grimes is on deck. She's been our early favorite this year, I think, for both broadcasts we've done with Farmington because she seems to know how to get on base. And that is big for someone playing in the number nine spot in the lineup. 2-1 pitch, swing and a miss, 2-2. Two and two. One thing the Cuts can do very well is throw that off-speed pitch. And she's caught a couple of people way out in front on it today. Had a couple of strikeouts, one swinging, one looking. Here comes the 2-2. Swung on, grounded right out in front of the plate. They're going to have to hurry to get her at first. The throw to first, not in time. It hits the runner, and she'll take off to second. She's headed down to second base, and they will hold her there. So an infield single, I'm going to call it, even though the ball hit the runner. I think she probably would have beaten it out. So an infield single for Audrey Morgan. She's down at second on the ball that hit her and rolled away. And unfortunately, you have to give the air to get her down to second base. But... We'll give her an infield single to start things off. So now a runner down at second base. Only one out. That was the first batter, Emily Gillum. And here's Jocelyn Grimes. Grimes will lay down a bunt. She's going to run hard. Here's the throw over to first again. Not in time as the first baseman had to come up off the back. Now they're not paying attention to Grimes, and she'll run to second. The ball is thrown into center field. One run will score. Grimes is going to round third. She's going to come all the way around and score, and it is five to nothing, Farmington. And here comes the coach of the Cape Notre Dame Bulldogs. He wants to talk it over with his young team, and that's what this is, a very young team. And right there they just played and made some young mistakes. Going back and recapping that play, Jocelyn Grimes laid out a perfect bunt. And again, I don't think they were going to get her at first base either way. The ball was thrown high. She hit the bag. The uh, first baseman had to go up in the air, was off the bag when she caught the ball. When she came down, she started walking towards the pitcher's mound. So did the second baseman. The shortstop was not there to cover, and Jocelyn Grimes saw that. So she took off towards second base, pushing it just a bit, getting a little aggressive. Shortstop goes to cover. The uh, throw came in from uh, the pitcher's mound, I believe, and was fired into center field. By that time, it was past the center fielder and all the way to the wall, and Grimes circled the bases. So a 5 nothing lead for the Farmington Knights. Being very aggressive, and at the plate, top of the lineup, it's Ellie Robbins. She doubled her first time up, and she takes a ball just off the outside corner. Here's a pitch swung on and hammered deep to right, but way foul, and it'll go get over there in the bullpen area. So one and one. So I'm going to score that a single for Grimes, and then we're going to have to give an error on the throw to first, pulling the, well, actually, you can't do that because she was safe already, so no error on the throw to first, but an error 
on the uh, pitcher throwing it into center field, which allowed Grimes to come all the way around to score, and that's an unearned run. So two errors in the inning, not helping out Cape Notre Dame's call. One-two count right now as Ellie Robbins takes a strike or make it 2-2 now. Here comes the 2-2 pitch. Swung on, lined up the gap. Over to the center fielder. She can't get it. It's going to bounce off the wall, and Robbins is going to cruise into second base with her second double of the day. I like the way she takes that ball to the opposite field, too. First time it was a... Line drive almost in the same location. This time, you could see it tailing away from the center fielder, J.C. Smith. I mean, she played it as well as she could. She got over there and got it off the wall and got it back in as quickly as possible. And now, here comes Jaden Tucker. Jaden popped up her last time up, and the pitcher made the play for the out. Only one out, a one ball, no strike count now, as Tucker takes the first pitch outside. Here's the next one. Swing and a foul back. Just a little out in front on that one. Talking to the head coach of the Cape Notre Dame Bulldogs, he said he thought this team had the best hitter or the best pitcher and the best um, catcher. And now we've got a little conflict as a pop fly on the uh, foul territory, and uh, the first baseman went after it, ran into the coach of the Farmington Knights over there. And they're going to discuss it, whether or not that's interference. Can it be called as an out, or are they going to just let it go? Nope, they're going to call him out. So Jaden Tucker will be uh, called out, and they'll make that unassisted for three, but the assist will go to the first base coach it was just one of those things where the uh, first baseman turned around and started running that direction and the coach was looking and he just couldn't get out of the way it's just one of those things but that's what he had to do and he couldn't do it so now two outs in the inning and here's Jarvis again swing and a miss JC Jarvis stands at the plate her last time up she picked out a pitch on a one-two count and rocketed it over the left center field fence for then, a 2-0 lead. It's now 5-0. Next pitch, line drive, deep left field. Left fielder backing up. She's going to make the catch. And Eloisa Marquez hauls it in for the final out. But the Farmington Knights are going to pick up three more runs in that inning. They're going to get three hits out of the inning, make that four. And two errors are allowed by the Cape Notre Dame Bulldogs as well. So... It was 2-0. Now it's 5-0 as we head to the top half of the third inning. Farmington on top of Kate Notre Dame. You're listening to High School Softball on AM 1240 KFMO. The employees and staff at your local Walmart Supercenters in Deloge, Farmington, and Potosi are proud to support our local high school students and proud to be a part of our area high school sports. Walmart Supercenters in Deloge, Farmington, and Potosi want to wish all of our local teams the best of luck this season. No matter what your sport, they support you at the Walmart Supercenters in Deloge, Farmington, and Potosi. Save money, live better at Walmart Supercenters in Deloge, Farmington, and Potosi. 
When you buy a vehicle, it's a big purchase and often a sacrifice. Hi, I'm John Robinson, sales manager at Pettis Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram in Farmington. When you're thinking about buying a new or used vehicle, we understand the hard work it takes to pay for one. That is why we work harder than any other dealership to get you the best deal possible. At Pettis Automotive, we will get you into the vehicle you need and want for the best price with the best customer service. Visit us today on the Outer Road off Highway 67 and let us help you get into the vehicle you've been dreaming about. Pettis Automotive, we will work harder for you than any other dealership. Lacary Auto Body, your PPG paint distributor for the Parkland for over 30 years, is proud to help their many clients like Wilson Auto Body, a full-service body shop in Arcadia. At Wilson Auto Body, they have been in business for 40 years. All their work is guaranteed and work for all insurance companies. That's Wilson Auto Body in Arcadia. We head to the top half of the third inning. It's Farmington on top five to nothing. A couple of blasts here in the game for the Farmington Knights. A couple of errors for the Cape Notre Dame Bulldogs. And that has led to a 5-0 lead for Farmington. Ellie Robbins is on the mound, and the first hitter in the inning is Heidi Legrand, and she'll ground it to short, up and over and out, and one down for Cape. Here's Eloisa Marquez. She is the left fielder. She stands in from the left side. Crouches, and here's the pitch. Kind of that run-up hitter that we see so often. And out in short, J.C. Jarvis took a tumble. I think she just kind of lost her footing out there. She's smiling ear to ear, and so is Ellie Robbins. Here's the next pitch to Marquez. Swing and a miss. one one When you're down five to nothing, you want to be aggressive. You want to swing at pitches that you think you can hit. But at the same time, you don't want to be overly aggressive and go after pitches that may not be in the strike zone. Here's a pitch. Bunted, bunted foul. Count stands at one and two. Through the first two innings. You've got uh, Robbins with 18 pitches. And Kutz is hovering around 43 right now. Here's a strike call and a strikeout for Ellie Robbins. This time called looking, and that is her fourth strikeout in the last five batters. That'll take us back to the top of the lineup. Avery Wagner, she singled her first time up. Nice, solid hit. She stands in from the right side, waits, pops it up. Back and out of play. Actually didn't get out of play, but wasn't high enough for anybody to get under. A lot of room behind home plate down the first baseline to the dugout to a point. And then you've got that little uh, area that juts out just a bit for the uh, right field side. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Swung on, grounded back up the middle. It's playable. Picking it up as Ellie Robbins throws the first. Got her. Nice job by Ellie Robbins picking up that little bunt, swinging bunt, throwing it to first and retiring the side. One, two, three, go the Bulldogs. We are headed to the bottom of the third. It is Farmington on top, five to nothing. You're listening to High School Softball on AM 1240 KFMO.
Hi, I'm Dr. Derek Wiles. Do you experience dry, gritty, burning, itchy, or watery eyes? The doctors here at Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus would love to help. Set up an appointment today, give us a call, or visit us online at completevisioncaremo.com. Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of local high school sports on KFMO. Call financial advisors John Brown or Madison Brown in Farmington at 573-756-9002 for all your investment needs. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member FDIC. Hey, it's Joel Schlosser here at Midwest Sports Center located in Farmington. Summer is coming to an end, but it isn't too late to take advantage of our prices. Give me a call at 573-756-7975 and ask about our wide variety of Polaris, Can-Am, Kawasaki, Sea-Doo, and Suzuki machines we have in stock. The new Polaris Expeditions are starting to roll in. Stop by our store at 124 Walker Drive in Farmington, Missouri to check out your next machine. Midwest Sports Center, your ultimate outdoor toy store. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and we're for the people of Missouri, in good times and in bad. We're for Missouri families and Missouri communities. We're for giving back to those communities and lifting people up. And when Missouri weather rips through our state, we're for helping put back the pieces. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and if you live in Missouri, we're for you. See Mike Sansegra at 1011 St. Jen Avenue in Farmington and Jonathan Steffen at 234 State Street in Deloge. You want financial freedom as an adult. And as a parent, you'll want your kids to understand exactly where that begins. You can start by opening their very own student checking account at First State Community Bank. Once your son or daughter turns 12, they're eligible for a student checking account with no minimum balance requirements. A student checking account will be easy to understand for them and a wonderful teaching tool for you. First State Community Bank. Success starts here. Visit FSCB.com. Member FDIC. High School Softball on KFMO brought to you by Mineral Area College in Park Hills. Your American Family Insurance Agents Bill Bass in Park Hills and Harry Peterson in Farmington. Priory Farms Dairies in Farmington. And by Pettis Chrysler Dodge in Farmington. We have got a new pitcher for the Cape Notre Dame Bulldogs. And we're putting an eyeball on that. And it looks like we got... uh, I got Lauren Estes as number 27 here. But we're going to double check that. See if we can find out where everybody wound up. We do know this. It's 5 nothing. bottom of the third. And we got a timeout by the home plate umpire. So Eloisa Marquez is now in at first. She started out in the left field. And I'm going to assume that Kutz is out in left field now. We'll double check on that here in just a second. But we knew that Lauren Estes is pitching. And her first pitch is a strike to Shelby Bowling. It'll be Bowling, Hardipee, and Gillum if anybody gets on, Avery Graham. The 0-1 pitch is headed home. And it hit her. We've seen that a few times here in this uh, early part of the season. Pitches that just barely right up on the inside and just catch the uh, hitter in the stomach area. And I'm sure it doesn't feel good, but it feels a lot better than a leg 
or even something like a uh, arm or an elbow, but still not the most exciting thing to happen to you. But it puts a runner down at first base and brings up Olivia Hartpee. Olivia struck out swinging her first time. She bunts it out in front of the plate. Pitcher throws to first, got the uh, out there, but the runner advances down to second base, and she is there with one out. So sack bunt. The putout goes 1-3. And down to second base goes Shelby Bowling, and that'll bring Emily Gillum to the plate. She's got an opportunity for another RBI here. Gillum, her first time out, struck out uh, looking to start off the bottom of the second. Here's a strike call, 0-1. If you can bat once in every inning, whether it's leading off every inning or batting second or third, your team's doing pretty well. And so far, Emily Gillum is batting again here in the third after batting in the second, almost batting in the first. Pitches outside for a ball, 1-1. We're going to check out some of the other games going on here today. Give you a little update on what's happening around the uh, area in just a few. We'll get a little break time. Here's a swing and a miss. We've got uh, softball action here with Cape Notre Dame and Farmington. North County is in Herculaneum playing this afternoon. Volleyball, it'll be Valley of Caledonia at Crystal City, St. Jen at Windsor, St. Vincent at North County, Steelville at Potosi, and St. Paul at Hancock. We got to see that Potosi volleyball team last night as the pitch sails high for a ball two and two. They are going to be hard to beat this year, especially in the local area. Um, I know they got uh, beaten by, I believe it was Cape Notre Dame. But that was a very tough-fought set. Uh, Tough-fought game went all the way down to five sets. Here's the 2-2. Swung on, lined up the middle. It's going to get through. It's going to come in to center field, and they're going to hold the runner up at third base. So runners at first and third now with one out on a little, I won't say uh, bunt, but a kind of a C&I single that got right up the middle past the pitcher and went into center field. So runners at first and third as Gillum is down at first. And now I think we're going to have a courtesy runner. And the courtesy runner coming out of the Farmington dugout. Looks to be Lily Stott. So Stott, a little bit of speed down there at first base. She'll run for Emily Gillum. Inning started with a hit-by-pitch on Shelby Bowling. Sacrifice bunt, moved her to second. Now a single to center, and a swing and a miss as the ball gets away. But I believe they're going to say that it was foul-tipped, so that's strike one either way. Hit-by-pitch, Bowling, sacrifice by Hartipi, single by Gillum. Now Avery Graham stands at the plate, swinging and missing on the first pitch. It's 0-1. 5-0 Farmington on top. Here's the pitch. Off the outside corner, it's called the ball. The runner trying to steal second, slides in. They're going to call her safe. Just got there ahead of the throw. Now runner stand at second and third after a stolen base by Emily Gillum. One ball, one strike the count. A hit could mean two runs. Here's the pitch. In the dirt for a ball. 
Nice scoop that time by Colleen Jimerson. Makes the count two and one. Well, after Coots delivered 43 pitches, you've got Lauren Estes in the game now, and here's the pitch. Swung on and fouled off. So it becomes a 2-2 count with Avery Graham at the plate. I was talking about that Potosi uh, volleyball team. They've got some size. They've got some height. They've got uh, they, they've got a lot of things going for them. They've got a lot of uh, people that just can do a lot of things. And Robart, uh, Ava Robart and Dee Robart are going to be hard to deal with. Here's an off-speed pitch. Waiting on it and dropping it into center field is Graham, and one run will score. The other runner held up, not sure if it was going to be caught or not, will go into third base head first, safe, and another run is in, and it's 6 to nothing. I think that was really smart base running, giving RBI too to uh, Graham, but a real smart job of base running that time by Emily Gillum. She wasn't real sure if the center fielder J.C. Smith had a bead on it. She took a lead off of second. She also has to watch out for the runner down at third as well. And speaking of smart base running, Avery Graham is down at second. So a single, and she'll take the uh, throw. We'll take her down to second base. So with a 6-0 lead in the bottom of the third, Farmington threatening again. Still only one out. Here's the 1-0 pitch. In the dirt, scooped by Colleen Jimerson. She's doing that almost uh, kind of like second nature. You can just see her reach down there and dig that out of the dirt. It's an all-turf field here at Farmington at Randy Ragsdale Field. Here comes the 2-0. Swung on a missed. Two and one. The one out in this inning is Olivia Hartopi's sacrifice, moving the runner over to second base after the hit by pitch started it off. Now a two-one count. Here it comes. Low and in the dirt. Three and one. Avery Graham is down at second. Emily Gillum at third. Audrey Morgan stands in from the right side. Here comes the 3-1 pitch. If it's nice, she's going to be hacking after it. Ooh, outside corner, perfectly placed. Strike call, 3-2. Only one out, so runners do not have to advance if they don't want to. But Farmington would like to see that happen. Here's the pitch to Morgan. Low! Just below the knees. That is ball four, and the bases are loaded. And you heard a few uh, moans from the Cape Notre Dame crowd. That thing was close. Now, Jocelyn Grimes comes to the plate with the bases loaded. And I'm telling you, this is a girl early in the season that I like seeing at the uh, plate with runners in scoring position because she knows how to put the ball in play. We've seen her dump it over the third baseman's head several times this year. Let's see what she does now. First pitch, kind of a running up to it, takes it for a strike. Bases loaded, one out, 0-1 the count. Jocelyn Grimes batting from the left side. Her first time up, she singled and advanced on an error. Here's a running swing and a miss. 
0-2. Still only one out, so if Jocelyn doesn't do anything here, you got the top of the lineup coming up. Well, if Jocelyn doesn't ground into a double play or something of that nature. Here's the 0-2 pitch on the way. Swung on and dribbled foul. And there again, just trying to put the ball in play. We've seen that over the years as Cardinal fans with some of the uh, hitters like Willie McGee and um, Ozzie Smith. Jocelyn's pretty good at doing that. Let's see if she tries it again. Still 0-2. One out. Bases loaded. Here's the pitch. High and over the catcher's head, but it bounces off the backstop right back to her. Nobody can move up. That went over the catcher's head. It went over everybody's head. And it went to the backstop, hit the backstop in the one spot that probably would push it right back to the catcher, and that's exactly what happened. Good job by the base runners not moving and getting themselves caught off base. Makes the count one and two now. Here's the one-two pitch. Off the outside corner, two and two. First two pitches were strikes. Then a foul ball, and now the count's even up at two and two. Lauren Estes, the right-handed pitcher, stands in, winds, fires. Just off the outside corner, ball three. So Jocelyn has worked the count to full after being down 0-2. She fouled off a pitch. And it's taken three straight balls. Let's see what she does. Bases loaded. One out. Here comes the 3-2 on the way from Estes. Low. Nope, she said she swung. And they're going to call strike three on Jocelyn Grimes. I think the pitch itself was low. But Jocelyn Grimes, with that running style, took off running towards the uh, first baseman as she does. And I think she just let the bat get across the plate. And the home plate umpire is uh, calling her out. Now they're going to ask the uh, infield umpire. Coach Pingle said, hey, can you check with him? Get a confirmation on that. Did she swing or not? They're both smiling and talking about it. They're going to say, yep, the hitter was swung and miss. So Coach Pingle said, hey, wait a minute. I don't think she swung at that. So let's ask the infield umpire. And I think in a lot of cases, it's hard to tell when you're an infield umpire unless you have a left-handed batter like Jocelyn Grimes up there. And he's kind of positioned over by short. But he confirmed what the home plate umpire called, and that'll bring Ellie Robbins up to the plate. She's doubled twice in this game. Let's see what she does with the bases loaded. She'll take a ball off the plate for ball one. No place to put her. So Lauren Estes has to come to her. And if nothing else, Jocelyn Grimes got him back to the top of the lineup without, you know, making a double play, doing something like that. So it at least keeps the inning alive. Here's the next pitch. Inside, ball two. Two balls, no strikes to count. Tell you more about what's going on this afternoon when we check out uh, some of the upcoming uh, events going on in our out-of-town scoreboard. 
which is brought to you by Mineral Area Overhead Door. Here's the line drive over the shortstop's head into center field. It's going to go to the wall. This may clear the bases. Ellie Robbins got one in and two have across the plate, and Ellie Robbins has got her third double of the game, two RBIs, and it's an 8 nothing lead for Farmington. Two RBI for Ellie Robbins. And the Cape Notre Dame coach wants to make some changes here. So he's going to bring the left fielder in. We're going to get a new first baseman. That is going to be Mary Hooman. So Mary Hooman will come in. Looks like that... Uh, Eloisa Marquez will go back to the outfield in left field again. So she's back where she started. And the new first baseman is Mary Human. And the new pitcher. No, we don't have a new pitcher. A defensive change for right now. And an 8-0 lead for Farmington. Some of the other uh, games going on today. Boys soccer North County is in Perryville. St. Pius is at North County in uh, tennis. Girls tennis. Farmington at Arcadia Valley, Fredericktown at Saxony Lutheran, and Potosi at Windsor also in girls' tennis. In girls' golf, the Lindbergh tournament involving Farmington and St. Genevieve. And tonight, right here on this very radio station, uh, actually on uh, KFMO Sports Plus, and probably if we have any left uh, time left over on this station as well, Mineral Area College Volleyball as they take on Jefferson College from Jeffco. First pitch is a ball or a strike. Next pitch is a ball. And that comes in to Jaden Tucker. Tucker's had kind of a weird day today. First time she popped up to the pitcher. She's got a lot of power, and you usually don't see her popping up to the pitcher. Second time she popped up to the right side. The ball wasn't even caught, but the coach interfered with the first baseman going after it, so they called her out on that. So she is 0 for 2. Here's the next pitch. Just outside, 2 and 1. Two balls, one strike the count. Two outs now in the inning. It's an 8-0 lead for Farmington. We're about to flip the lineup. J.C. Jarvis would be the ninth batter to bat if she comes to the plate next. Grounded towards second. Fielded there by the second baseman, Londaway. She'll throw to first, and that will end the inning. So the Farmington Knights pick up two more runs. Make that uh, three more runs in that inning as they pick that up on three hits, a walk, and a hit by pitch uh, batsman, and they will come to the plate in the fourth inning. When they come back to the plate, they will have an 8 nothing lead, at least if Notre Dame doesn't do anything here in the top half of the fourth. So again, going into the top of the fourth, it is the Farmington Knights 8, Cape Notre Dame nothing. You're listening to High School Softball on AM 1240 KFMO. At Ledco Community Credit Union, the mobile app makes it easier than ever to handle all of your daily banking needs. Designed to be intuitive and simple to use, the app offers you access to a wide range of popular features, including account balance and transfer, transfers between Ledco accounts, schedule, manage and pay bills, as well as mobile deposit capture. See their website for download instructions. The staff at Ledco Community Credit Union can make your life easier and more convenient. And they're proud to sponsor High School Sports Online. You can hear award-winning high school sports broadcasts on your computer or your iPhone. 
iPad. Or you can download the KFMO radio app and have high school sports on any mobile device. Brought to you by KFMO and our partners at Ledco Community Credit Union. Visit us online at ledco.org or visit both of our branches, one in Park Hills, one in Farmington. Ledco Community Credit Union. Hi, this is John Yao. Did you know we have office furniture, chairs, credenzas, and conference tables? Did you know that we have office supplies? Mineral Area Office Supply is proud to support high school sports in the parkland. Wade's Auto Service is a locally owned and operated full-service shop and wants to be your first choice for all your auto repair needs. To schedule an appointment, call 573-664-1302. Wade's Auto Service in Farmington is a proud sponsor of high school sports. Nothing beats the convenience of pushing a button for instant heat and a beautiful fire, even when the power is out. This is Lance Seacrest, and at Lead Belt Stove and Fireplace, we can do just that with our wide variety of Regency and Manesson gas fireplaces. Visit us online and request a quote anytime at leadbeltstove.com. Hi folks, this is Randy Holsey at Flooring Systems. High school sports teaches many lessons that last a lifetime, and that's why we are proud to be a part of high school athletics in the parkland. Stop by or call 573-760-1461. We're Flooring Systems of Farmington, a name you can stand on. We're headed to the top half of the fourth inning. It's all Farmington right now. 8 nothing. Ellie Robbins back to the mound. Here's the second pitch of the inning, grounded towards second. Flip up and over and out to uh, Shelby Bowling. And Olivia Hart B makes quick work of the leadoff hitter in this inning, which is Sierra Londaway. Londaway hit the ball pretty well. I mean, it wasn't a line drive, but it was a hard ground ball to second. Hart picked it up, threw it over to first with a shovel throw, and got the runner easily at first base. That'll bring to the plate J.C. Smith. J.C.'s been up once. She popped up to that aforementioned first baseman, Shelby Bowling. Here's a line drive right center field. Going back to get it and not going to get it is Jocelyn Grimes. It's over her head off the wall into second base is J.C. Smith, and she has herself a one-out double. That's probably the hardest hit ball we've seen today. I would think maybe Avery Wagner's first hit of the day was probably hit about like that or maybe a little harder, but... uh, very nice hit that time, no doubt about that. It got over uh, Jocelyn Grimes' head and got to the wall pretty quick. Here's a foul back on the first pitch coming home to Ava Miller. Miller flew out to center field her last time up. That was in the first inning. You can look at my scorebook, and you can tell what's going on in this game sheer by the sheer fact that Farmington has batted several times in this game. Some uh, hitters have hit three times already. And this is the second time around the lineup for Cape Notre Dame. So pitch outside for a ball, one and one. Next pitch is just outside, it's two and one. And they ask to see if the batter went around, and the infield umpire says no. So the count remains at 2-1. and one. Out at second base is J.C. Smith after the double. Here's a pop-up into right field. It's going to fall in foul territory, but for a moment, Audrey Morgan couldn't find it. And we've seen that happen in a couple of games here early where a ball is hit to right field, and the right fielder is having trouble with that sun, and today is no exception. 
Uh, Morgan could not find that ball at all when it was hit off the bat. She stood there for a minute, then started tailing it, and it fell in foul territory, but maybe if she could have gotten a better jump, she might have got to it, but we'll never know. Here's the next pitch. Swung on, popped up into right field. Morgan has a late break. It comes in, and she knocks it down. Now she loses the handle on it, and the runner is going to stop at third. That is J.C. Smith as the uh, runner at first will stop there as well. So we'll call that a single for Ava Miller, and Cape Notre Dame has something cooking right now with runners at first and third, only one out. Ball was hit into right field, and Morgan, again, a little trouble with the sun. Didn't think she could get to it. She backed up and waited. It bounced, and it bounced high. She was lucky to knock it down. Uh, her tall frame was probably part of that as well. And when she finally knocked it down, she turned to throw it and, and lost it for a moment. And the runner, J.C. Smith, was rounding third. She was held up by the coach over there. And that keeps runners at first and third and brings to the plate Lauren Estes. Here's a pitch fouled off to the right side near the dugout. 0-1. Lauren Estes came in to pitch last inning. She'd like to help her own cause here. She stands in from the right side. Waits for an 0-1. Swing and a miss. Ball gets off the catcher's glove back to the backstop. But I think they're going to say it might have been fouled back. Runners kind of looked around. Runner at third started to run down the line. She looked at her coach, and he wasn't looking at her. So everybody pretty much assuming that it was a foul ball. Here's the next pitch. High outside for a ball, one and two. Inning started with a ground ball to second. Then a double by J.C. Smith. She's over at third right now in the next pitch. Outside for a ball, two and two. Ava Miller singled to right field. A little bloop singled into right field. And that's got runners at second and third now as Ava took second. Just a few moments ago on a stolen base, and now a, a called strike three on Lauren Estes. So that is out number two. And a little confusion here in the lineup is standing with a bat is the new first baseman, Mary Human. But Kenneth Jimerson is going to bat. Quite a bit of movement so far in this game for this Cape Notre Dame team, moving players around from position to position. Here's the next pitch. It's a ball outside. Runners at second and third now. For Cape Notre Dame, they're down 8-0. They'd like to get something here out of this inning. A 1-0 count on Kenna Jimerson. Swing and a miss. Okay, right. 1-1 count. Ellie Robbins rocks and brings it home. Swung on, grounded to first, but foul. One and two on Jimerson. She's going to have to protect the plate just a bit. 
Anything close. Might want to swing at it. Here's the one-two pitch. Just off the outside corner, two and two. And now they're going to say the infield umpire says that she swung. I didn't say that. I didn't see that to myself, but, uh, hey, my opinion doesn't matter. They're going to call that strike three, as they say, on the infield, and Coach Reinagle is not happy about it either as he walks off the field. I'd already wrote that down as another ball, and instead it's strike three as the uh, batter apparently went around. So, no runs, couple of hits, a couple of people left on base for Cape Notre Dame. We're headed to the bottom of the fourth inning. It's Farmington on top, eight to nothing. Hey guys, Cody Newkirk here, Car Smart of Jackson and Farmington, Missouri. One great website, www.thinkcarsmart.com. That's www.thinkcarsmart.com. Almost 100 vehicles in stock offering makes and models and financing for almost everyone. Shop 24-7 at www.thinkcarsmart.com and pick out your next vehicle. So when you're in the market for a car, think smart, think car smart. We're buying a car isn't rocket science. Congratulations, you're having a little girl. At that moment, everything changed. Our hopes and dreams for ourselves were instantly replaced by our hopes and dreams for her. We got life insurance policies from Shelter Insurance, so that regardless of what life throws at us, we'll still be able to provide the world to her. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. Find the award-winning service you need with the Haggerty Agency in Park Hills. American Family Insurance. You always dreamed about owning your first house or car or business, but you also had nightmares. Introducing the May Only My Good Dreams Come True policy from American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. For details, contact Harry Peterson, agent. Call 573-756-6736 or stop by 700 West Karsh Boulevard in Farmington today. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, taking care of routine eye exams to glaucoma, macular degeneration, and diabetic eye exams, from glasses to contact lenses, from urgent eye pain to dry eyes. We are here for you. Complete Vision Care, the ideal choice. The employees and staff at your local Walmart Supercenters in Deloge, Farmington, and Potosi are proud to support our local high school students and proud to be a part of our area high school sports. Walmart Supercenters in Deloge, Farmington, and Potosi want to wish all of our local teams the best of luck this season. No matter what your sport, they support you at the Walmart Supercenters in Deloge, Farmington, and Potosi. Save money, live better at Walmart Supercenters in Deloge, Farmington, and Potosi. Fisher Auto Parts, your hometown parts store in Park Hills and Potosi, dedicated to providing you the absolute best in value and service. So the next time you're in need, depend on the pros at Fisher Auto Parts. That's Fisher Auto Parts in Park Hills and Potosi. Back here at uh, Farmington's and Randy Ragsdale Field, a couple of changes. Kenneth Johnson will come in to pitch on the mound for the uh, Cape Notre Dame Bulldogs. And moving over to first base, checking into the ball game for the first time, we have Heidi Jimerson wearing the number 60. Kind of a spring training number there. You don't see that often in high school. You see a lot of uh, traditional numbers, you know, down in the 
double digits like 27, 33, 15, some singles, 3, 5, 1. But you don't see a lot of the higher numbers that you see sometimes in Major League Baseball now, especially the Yankees. As Kenneth Johnson throws the first pitch and it's a ball. It'll be J.C. Jarvis. She takes ball two. J.C. Jarvis, Shelby Bowling, and Olivia Hartapie here in the bottom half of the fourth inning. Jarvis cranked one out of here early in this game and gave Farmington a 2-0 lead early on. That came back in the second inning, or actually in the first inning. After a leadoff double by Ellie Robbins, Jarvis on a 1-2 pitch launched one out of here over the left center field fence. Now she stands at the plate with a 3-1 count. Next pitch. Popped up. Foul. Out of play. 3-2. Three and two. Let's see if my strategy on the parking lot works today. I backed my car up, so if it hit the car, it hopefully would hit the back windshield. But I parked behind a big truck. Here's the next pitch, lined into right field. That ball's going to go to the wall. That is going to be a double as Jarvis rounds first base. She's headed into second easily, getting the ball back in is Cape Notre Dame, and Jarvis has another hit. She is two for three today. A double and a two-run homer. She stands out at second base with nobody out. That brings Shelby Bowling to the plate. Shelby takes a strike. Shelby flew out to center field, reached on a hit by pitch, and scored a run her last time up. Here's a pitch in the dirt. 101. One ball, one strike to count. The next pitch coming in from Johnson. Grounded, just fouled down the first base line. Shelby hit that ball to the right side. The new first baseman, Jemerson, kind of broke toward the pitcher just a bit. If that ball could have stayed fair, it might have got past her. But it went foul. One ball, two strikes to count now. On Shelby Bowling. Next pitch. Grounded towards third. Foul ball. Ava Miller over there grabs it and got ready to throw. She didn't wait for the umpire to call. She was ready to grab it and throw it. And the umpire yells out foul ball as it bounced foul just before Miller got to it. Count remains at one and two. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a foul back. Still one and two. Glenn Berry at Randy Ragsdale Field. Jewel Boyer back at the studios. And the 1-2 pitch on the way to Shelby Bowling is outside for a ball, 2-2. Two and two. That kind of a pitch is hard to lay off of, even though it's out of the strike zone. Here comes a 2-2 pitch on the way. Swung on, grounded, up the middle. Shortstop picks it up, fires to first. It's low, but dug out of the dirt by Heidi Jefferson and... That is the first out of the inning, but moving up into some very smart base running to third base is J.C. Jarvis, so she'll move over to third. She walked right in front of the shortstop, and I don't think the shortstop could have got her at third base, 
Uh, and it might have, you know, caused a little bit of a problem if she tried to go after her. In other words, she might have rushed it. She might have done something different than she should have done. But uh, here's a foul ball back by the hitter, which is Olivia Hartepi. But the 6-3 putout moves the runner over to third. And Olivia Hartepi comes to the plate. She struck out her first time. She sacrificed her second time. There's a swing and a miss. 0-2. And she stands in with an 0-2 count right now, seeing if she can do something to get that runner at third home. 8-0, Farmington on top. Here comes the next one. Popped up, foul, out of play. Olivia Hartepi, waiting, swinging, miss. Strikeout. Second time she struck out today. It's two outs in the inning now. Runner still down at third base. And it's it up to Emily Gillum. Emily, her last time, singled, stole the base, and scored. She takes first pitch for a ball. Her first time up, she was called out on strikes. But now here she is again in the fourth inning. She's batted in the second, the third, and the fourth. Next pitch off the just on the outside corner. 101. One ball, one strike the count. Eight nothing. Here's the pitch. Swung on, line drive to right field. It'll get down. Yes, it will. The run will score. The right fielder boots it and headed to second base. Here comes the throw. Is the runner Emily Gillum, and she has an RBI single. It's nine nothing. Farmington on top. That ball was placed perfectly down the right field line. In fact, we're going to give her a uh, RBI double. So she's got a single and a double in the last two at-bats. Here's the ball in the dirt, gets away, and the runner out at second couldn't see where the ball went, so she hesitated and then jogged back into second base. Emily Gillum came up her last time, got a base hit, stole a base, scored here's a line drive to right field right fielders coming in backs up makes the catch and that will end the inning but the knights get another run they get it on two hits in the inning a couple of strikeouts one man left we have played four complete innings we're headed to the top of the fifth it's all farmington so far they lead it nine to nothing as you listen to high school softball on am 1240 kfmo is the competition is trying to beat well at home furnishings we treat you just like family we're living rooms to bedrooms dining rooms and more service after the sale we're your full-line furniture store price is the competition is trying to beat well at home furnishings You work hard to make sure your family has everything they need. Life insurance from American Family Life Insurance Company can help financially protect your loved ones by replacing a portion of your income if you were to pass away. That means your family will have the help they need to maintain their quality of life and pursue their dreams. Get the peace of mind you deserve by protecting what matters most. American Family Insurance. See Bill Betts on East Main Street in Park Hills or call 573-431-4893. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. 
When you buy a vehicle, it's a big purchase and often a sacrifice. Hi, I'm John Robinson, sales manager at Pettis Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram in Farmington. When you're thinking about buying a newer used vehicle, we understand the hard work it takes to pay for one. That is why we work harder than any other dealership to get you the best deal possible. At Pettis Automotive, we will get you into the vehicle you need and want for the best price with the best customer service. Visit us today on the Outer Road off Highway 67 and let us help you get into the vehicle you've been dreaming about. Pettis Automotive, we will work harder for you than any other dealership. And for the Cape Notre Dame Bulldogs, they're going to see Colleen Jimerson to lead it off. And the first pitch was a swing and a miss. The second pitch hit her, and she will take first base, hit by pitch. That's the first time we've seen Ellie Robbins do that today. And now coming into bat for the first time today is Kaylin Nelson. Kaylin Nelson batting in the spot previously occupied by Heidi Legrand. Heidi had only one at bat in this game. And she grounded out to second. Here's a pitch on the outside corner, one and one. So a few changes for the Cape Notre Dame Bulldogs, getting some of their young players in. Coach uh, Ryan Nagel told us, as a swing and a miss, makes it one and two. He told us before the game, we're young. We have to manufacture runs. We don't come up there and hit home runs and drive it up the gap and you know, play big ball. We play small ball. Today, it's not worked real well for them. Here's a swing and a miss, and Nelson goes down on strike. Quick uh, throw to first. Nothing doing. Back in is the runner, Colleen Jimerson, and there's one down. That'll bring up Heidi Jimerson, who just came into the game defensively last inning. And she is batting in the number nine spot. Ellie Robbins pitching a great game here. We've clocked her pitches unofficially as that pitch comes in for a strike 0 and 2. We've clocked her pitches unofficially at right about 38 coming into this inning. Add to that 40, make it 42. This is the 43rd pitch. Just missed the outside corner for a ball. One and two. Now, that's unofficial. Probably a few here or there we didn't catch. But she's keeping her pitch count way down there today. On the other side, Lauren Estes, who pitched one inning, threw 31 pitches in that inning. There's a swing and a miss and another strikeout. eight strikeouts in the game so far. You remember we went back into the second inning and I said, you know what, one thing we haven't seen from Ellie Robbins yet is the strikeout. She struck out the next two batters in that inning, one swinging, one watching, and then she struck out uh, six more since then. So she's taking it out on me, I guess. Check that number. She's got seven, so five more since that inning. Here's a ground ball to third. Fielded over there and a long throw across from Avery Graham and a 1-2-3 inning. So what's new for the Farmington Knights and Ellie Robbins? 1-2-3 go the Bulldogs in the top half of the fifth inning. We're headed to the bottom of five. It is all Farmington. They're on top. Nine to nothing. You're listening to High School Softball on KFMO. 
On campus, off campus, before your 9 a.m. class or after the after party. Wherever you go to college, First State Community Bank will be there. Access your student account anywhere with mobile and online features. And this summer, when you use your First State Community Bank debit MasterCard, you'll be entered to win $1,000. One winner will be drawn weekly, and you could win multiple times. You swipe, you win with First State Community Bank. Must be 18 to win. Contest available to new and current student checking members. Visit FSCB.com for details. Member FDIC. The staff at Prairie Farms Dairies are proud to be a part of the communities they serve, supplying fresh milk and dairy products to local grocery stores and markets that they, too, shop at. Prairie Farms Dairies in Park Hills, a proud sponsor of high school sports. The St. Francis County Community Partnership is a proud supporter of high school sports and remind you to stay alcohol, drug, and vape free for your best possible performance. The St. Francis County Community Partnership, adding value, bringing hope. Online at sfccp.org. Banking with people like you, Unico Bank. We are happy to support all of the area's athletes and are proud to be a part of high school sports. Banking with people like you, Unico Bank. Back here at Farmington, great job by Jewel Boyer back in the studio working with the rookie here. The old rookie, I guess you could say. I used to do this all the time when I worked at KFMO back in the 1980s. Yes, I'm that old. Did it a bit in the 90s as well, and eh, a little bit in the 2000s with Greg Allen, Greg Camp, guys like that. Working with Sean Malone and uh, Jared Pettis these days. And now Jared Pettis, the sports director for KFMO. It's Glenn Berry here on a... Beautiful Wednesday afternoon. A very good game for the Farmington Knights. As we've got a pinch hitter starting off this inning. We'll get you that here in just a second for Farmington. That would be Macy Gilmer. She's come into the ball game for the first time. She's going to be batting in the spot where uh, Audrey Morgan was. She has a 1-1 count. Now make it 2-1. So it'll be Gilmer, we believe Grimes, and then Robbins again. Going to give you some stats here in just a moment. Brought to you by Sam Sism Ford on Highway 67 as a swing and a miss. Makes it a 2-2 count on Gilmer. Gilmer's first at bat. Audrey Morgan, her first at bat, had a single. She scored. She also reached on a ball, or on a base on balls. Now a 3-2 count. Here in the bottom of the fifth on Gilmer. Here comes the next pitch from Jimerson. Gilmer swings and misses for the strikeout. That is the second strikeout for Jimerson, who entered the ball game last inning for Cape Notre Dame. And that will bring Jocelyn Grimes to the plate. So here's what the pitch counts have looked like so far for these two teams. Now, you're looking at Coots, You're looking at Estes, Johnson. Uh, all of these pitchers in the game for Cape Notre Dame, and not counting this inning, through the fourth inning for Cape Notre Dame, they've thrown 92 pitches. On the other side, as the ball is slapped foul for a strike, on the other side, Ellie Robbins is somewhere in the neighborhood of 46 all by herself. Ellie Robbins has 46. She's got seven strikeouts in those 46 pitches, and she's only really had to kill one threat. That came last inning with runners at second and third, and she got out of that inning as well. 
Here comes the next pitch. It's lined into left field, and just like we've seen before, nice piece of hitting by Jocelyn Grimes as she gets an R, or gets a single headed into left field, and she's down at first with one out. Those stats are brought to you by Sam Sism Ford Lincoln Mercury, home of the lifetime warranty. Save big at Sam Sism Ford Lincoln. Shop for your next car, truck, or SUV. Go online to SismFord.com or call 431-3177. Next pitch, inside for a strike, right on the inside corner. We're in the bottom half of the fifth inning. It's a 9-0 game. Farmington is on top. A runner down at first base is run number 10. So you know the Cape Notre Dame don't want to see that runner come across. And Ellie Robbins is standing at the plate, and she has made a living out of the doubles today. She gets a strike call, and she doesn't like it at all. It's down low as they call strike two, and it's one and two. Ellie doubled in the first, doubled in the second, doubled in the third, and drove in two runs. Here's the next pitch. That's a pop fly into straightaway center field. Back at the track at the wall. It is gone and over the boards for Ellie Robbins. A two-run homer to cap off her day. And it's an 11-0 lead for the Farmington Knights. And that is all she wrote for this ball game. Final score, Farmington wins it 11 to nothing here in five innings. And uh, what a day by Ellie Robbins. Opportunity possibly for some Little Caesars uh, pizza from Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge. They have lunch at a price you can afford. Get two slices and a 20-ounce drink for just four fifty. If you're feeling a little hungrier, add a half order of breadsticks for just a dollar more or get four slices of deep dish and a 20-ounce drink for five fifty. Available from 10.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. at Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge. 11-0 is our final score. Ellie Robbins is possibly in line for some free pizza. We'll tell you more about that coming up when we come back. But right now, we'll send it back to the studios. Final score. Farmington wins it 11-0. You're listening to High School Softball on AM 1240 KFMO.